Hey guys, thanks a lot for clicking on this episode. Before we get started, I want to let you know that there was some internet issue due to power cut and there are some minor voice breaks in the recording. I hope that won't affect your experience listening to this podcast. Thanks a lot. Hey people, welcome to another episode. Today I have Swaraj with me. He is one of the most amazing guitarists I know. He is a friend of mine and uh, he plays in a band called Manga. Swaraj, welcome man. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, like how have you been? How your band has been? Okay, um, I've been all right. So, <clears throat> been held up with a couple of projects here and there, college, band work, lots of band work actually, mainly band work. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing all right, thank you. Uh, so, for my band, yes, you guys are doing great. Uh, we've been, uh, you know, we've been meeting a lot, we've been hanging out a lot, getting a lot of work done the past couple of weeks. It's awesome. We're playing, we're playing a bunch of shows. And uh, so far, so good. That's cool, man. That's so cool. And I've been seeing your stories and stuff, like all of you. And you won Prax Talent Hunt recently. That's at yeah, Art Rock Cafe. Uh, yeah, yeah, So yeah, that was that was also kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Like that's a that's you've been winning like consistently every show that you guys play. <laughs> Uh, what's yeah, the, what's your secret, man? Come on. I don't know, dude. I think this is the the, so the last uh, the the competition. What we just spoke about that was a fourteenth win in a row. Wow, fourteenth win. So, yeah, that was a fourteenth first place in a row. Wow, that's, that's awesome, that, man. Uh, I don't know, like you know, we just have this uh, uh, discipline. You know, when we come to jam or regarding whatsoever, we, uh, we make it a point to practice even when we're not jamming together. Mm-hmm. Individually, everybody works on their skill set. Okay. Constantly, they're evolving as musicians as well. So, the, the number one, I think the main reason would be is practice. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, everybody is good in what they do. So, mm-hmm. nobody has to make up for someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, you know, if the vocalist messes up, the guitarist comes in the middle and plays some solo or mm-hmm. vice versa, something like that. There's mm-hmm. nothing happening like that. Everybody is, you know, down to like nitpicky, like, you know, about their parts, like they learn everything on point. Like, mm-hmm. Most of the songs we play is our originals only. So there's, you know, you just need to remember what you did, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you've written. That's the whole point. Yeah. So as far as like, you know, secret goes it's just practice to it <laughs> that's one and just <laughs> and just like you know we we really like the we really love the music what we do like, you know it yeah. might be simple to uh listeners point of view but we really enjoy making that kind of music so mm-hmm. i think enjoy what you do that's all yeah i get that man like your music is like really amazing and you've been like also you also changed a couple of bandmates recently i think you ashley and aaron are constant bandmates since the beginning yeah i mean every band is every band has to have this uh, uh you know go through this phase like where uh, you know you need to uh, i mean not to not like you know it's not like telling like the other the, the other people who were in the band uh, you know it's not good enough or something it's definitely not like that mm-hmm. it's just that different people work in different phases yeah and uh, Ideally, if you want the band to go grow, like not you individually, the band, the band name to grow individually, I think everybody should be on the same boat. Like everybody should be on the con- that phase. Mm-hmm. Like just because of one person, like everybody cannot be like you know that one person slacking off will result in other people, uh, you know, the other members, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was all like you know tough decisions to make because like you know when i made the band i put the band together all all of the people in the band were my friends mm-hmm. so once i had to let them go like it was difficult for me also to have a normal relationship with them post the band outside mm-hmm. the band mm-hmm. so i mean that's just where you draw the line at like you know yeah. what is more important your friendship or your career i mean i take this as my career itself yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. this as my career mm-hmm. so, I mean, I, I get it, that's man. How like, it was. 
yeah i mean the same thing has been happening with our band also like we are still we are looking for a new vocalist now and we are looking for a new bass player because i'm switching to guitar from bass so no. there are a lot of things happening like we are not like tight as a band when you call me up and you told that there's a gig at hrc like if you guys want to come mm-hmm. uh, i just called up my bandmates and we didn't really have a proper band but we didn't want to miss out this opportunity to uh, opportunity to play that yeah so we called up all our connections and somehow like got a bassist and a vocalist but uh, yeah it, i don't know it's i don't think it's going to work out magically in few days like it takes time to evolve and it's not that like we are writing music and others are just coming in and playing they should also contribute so it it is good right. when when all the members like sit together and write music that's when like exactly, actually it yeah. feels like a band correct correct i mean the whole point is like you know for example see i'll, I'll give you i'll just tell you the scenario with my band itself okay so we necessarily don't sit down like you know on a schedule let's say okay fine today sunday okay sunday everybody's free we're going to sit down and finish this song that's not how we work mm-hmm. we just catch up randomly so we just like are you free like let's just catch up at a friend's place or something mm-hmm. um it just i just take my acoustic guitar akash brings his guitar i take mm-hmm. this acoustic guitar we just mm-hmm. like you know mess around like you know have a good time just you know pulling each other's leg and something then mm-hmm. when we're doing this we just play the guitar or whatever and just share ideas like you know so if there's something if there's like a new report i've written or something i just played and showed to akash and the other 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 guys mm-hmm. and uh, akash comes in and like adds a little bit changes and see what it does he immediately comes up with like a mopal line or a melody line or something like that mm-hmm. so there's a lot of two back and back and forth uh, you know discussion happening mm-hmm. uh, but ne- not necessarily it is not like a very rigid process like at least our songwriting mm-hmm. so okay the the important thing is like have fun while you're doing it i i know right that's the best. <laughs> that's the most important part that's, like if we are not having fun and, and we are not comfortable with our bandmates exactly, uh, exactly. it it never yeah. works out you need to be more than bandmates where you come together for one show or something like that you guys need to be good friends like who where you see each other on a regular basis and they kind of do shit together mm-hmm. i mean that that's that's the only way you can build that you know bond yeah like, you know that's that's something which i take very seriously in in, in my band mm-hmm. and i make it a point at least weekly i mean two weeks once or 15 days once or 20 days once mm-hmm. we catch up like you know we do some we like we have fun together we do something together mm-hmm. yeah so, it's it's very necessary to build that bond like uh, a secret sauce is that friendship in a band true true it's awesome man Uh, when did you start learning music in the beginning okay <laughs> so i started like so actually i'm not many know this but i actually started playing or playing the keyboard first okay, okay. that's nice so i yeah i started so i started playing the keyboard i think this was around 2009 i guess when i was in fourth grade okay okay so i got this small uh, casio keyboard like a 20 key or something like that mm-hmm. and um, i had youtube like so i used to put numbers on my keys and stuff the notes so i used uh. to put numbers like 1 2 3 4 and i used to just like mess around with those numbers mm-hmm. and um, i eventually made some own tunes and stuff mm-hmm. so then i i like you know i found youtube to be more uh, educational than more classes out there <laughs> so i started yeah. just searching for tutorials or whatsoever whatsoever and i used to just you know spend like hours together on the keyboard mm-hmm. and my my folks at home they were like okay cool this this kid's actually interested in music or something so mm-hmm. let's get him a bigger keyboard so they mm-hmm. got me this yamaha keyboard it was actually a really big deal at that time yeah <laughs> so, so i was just like messing around <laughs> with all these uh, tones and everything so Like when I was just playing through something, um, I don't, I, I remember this song. Yeah, it was "Beat It" by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I love so that, that song. So that, man. Uh, yeah, so that intro riff spot comes in. So I wanted to play that on the guitar. I mean, on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. So I was trying. I learned the notes, like how to play the riff. But then I didn't. I I wanted to play in the same guitar tone, mm. right? So I was just like going through my keyboard like to find that guitar tone and like I hit that 
going, I'm like, oh shit, what, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> sound, sounded so cool. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, at that time, the keyboards and all, like, you know, they still do. They have like that pitch bend wheel. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I, just I, playing around that and like that, that sounded so cool to me. And I was like, oh shit, like, this actually sounds like interesting. Okay. And then I went, I went online, I saw a bunch of people playing the guitar and everything. Mm-hmm. And the first video I found was like, Slash playing uh, thing. Welcome to the jungle. Oh man, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I wasn't accustomed to listening to those kind of sounds, but then, yeah. uh, I like what he did with the instrument. Like, I could, I could just listen to the guitar itself, not mm-hmm. the band, and that immediately, like, you know, struck me. Like, like this is insane. Like, hmm. I want to be able to do that. Okay. So, how did you transition to electric guitar from there? Yeah, I mean. Uh, this is like you know this is like very common like you know once you start with an acoustic if you if you're holding on to it for a long time you obviously want to do like the cool stuff for the one stage and yeah like, and you can't do that shit with an acoustic guitar yeah I, <laughs> same man so, i mean uh, i think we go through the same phases uh, everyone of so, us exactly it's it's so similar to you know anybody for that fact but only the you know only I don't know, like in, in only rare conditions, like people just start with the electric guitar or I don't know. Like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I was learning, when I was trying to figure out how the acoustic guitar works and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I used to play in my school band. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they thought like, you know, let's do like a cover of some song or something like that. Like we'll just go play in this competition in school. Okay. So the song we decided to play was uh, Living on a Player, Bon Jovi. Okay. And then uh, we, we want to play 21 Guns by Green Day. Hmm. So uh, I learned everything. I learned the parts properly on my acoustic guitar. Like I actually learned the electric guitar parts as well. Okay. And I just needed the electric guitar so that it sounded like the real deal. Okay. So, and I did some hunger strike, something all I did at home. I need the guitar, I need the guitar, I need the guitar. I badgered them for three months. Okay. And eventually on the June, June, June 12th of 2000, 2014. Okay. 2014, I got my first electric guitar. Wow. So that okay. Ivan is the black fellow one, which I usually play with. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then after I got the guitar, that's all you know where it's going after that so I just yeah. started picking up a bunch of tutorials like a lot of uh, gnr flash and all this stuff which i used mm-hmm. to listen to mm-hmm. i was like okay you know what it's like i'm gonna start learning all these and mm-hmm. i had a lot of time on my hand i was in mm-hmm. school i didn't have anything to do yeah school exactly. was chill at that time not like yeah. that. not like no yeah exactly now schools have like uh, projects and shit dude i'm like what are you doing Dude, I, I go, I teach, uh, no, no, see, I teach a bunch of kids, okay, like, mm-hmm. I teach music, uh, one of the partner awards, and they have, like, like stupid interviews and all in their school, and which they get ready, which they prepare for, and I, I'm like, you are seven, dude, you barely know your name, you barely know how to spell your name, what interview yeah. you have? Yeah, I know, right? Like, so, it's it's become that, the rat race has become more uh, complicated now. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I, I don't understand schools now. I mean, a lot of shit happening there. They should like let children explore whatever they want. They should give them their free time. I don't know, dude. Like, you know, I, I, that's what compared to what was what we had during our school. Like, the student right now is fucked up. Dude. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like I even like fifth grade, up. sixth graders, and all like you know do so much shit. I know, right? Yeah, and there are so many prodigies also. Yeah, with that point, like, uh, we, I mean, we go through this process, right? Sometimes we feel good about our playing. Sometimes we feel like shit, like, do you ever feel like you're not good enough and all that stuff, like you're not uh, playing well enough? I, I mean, definitely, like, you know, but this is not something I go and tell it out to people. Hmm. Because in the end, like, you know, see, I know what I'm capable of doing and what I'm not. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. But in order for me to sell as an artist or a session player or, or, or a guitarist or what, whatsoever, like mm-hmm. I can't be pointing at my flaws and telling like being so naive, like saying like, oh, I can't do this. Like I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I try to focus on the things what I can do rather than the things I can't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the things I can do, I try to do it better. The things I can't do, I don't even go near it. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I mean, sure. Like, you know, there's always that, uh, there's always that, you know, curiosity to learn and everything, but definitely like I'm always open to learning new things, but uh, perfecting, like I'm, I'm comfortable sharing whatever I've learned only after I perfect it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to share my progress through to people. Like, you know, like I don't want to like, you know, show them like, okay, cool. Today I learned this sleep picking RPG and I want to play something. Like, mm-hmm. No, that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather like, you know, play the most easiest stuff, which I know really well, mm-hmm. rather than like mess up a really tough solo or a tough section of a song or something like that. So That's yes, like there is always that part where I need to learn more, but I never go and tell it out explicitly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, uh, when I the, listen I'll... to a song or something, I yeah. automatically know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah, made you an interesting it. point there because I was listening to the Steve Weiss interview and uh, yeah, even he was asked some questions mm-hmm. about improving and stuff. And he said the same thing. I build on my strengths and I ignore my weaknesses. And okay. I try to, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't think Steve Weiss has any weaknesses, but yeah, of course he might have some, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Weiss, dude, I mean, come on. So I have some like rapid fire questions. Okay. Some normal questions, some, uh, some might be very silly, but yeah, anyway, we'll do it. Okay. Shoot. Uh, ACDC or deep purple. ACDC. Software or a pedal board. Pedal board. Les Paul or Strat. Les Paul. What question is that? (laughs) I know. Vibrato or bending? Bending. Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix? Why? I know <laughs> that stuff. I just I just like both Jimmy's. So. Okay, no but, choice. Uh, I think it's it has to be Page for me. That's okay. Page for me. Same man. <laughs> Metallica or Megadeth? Metallica. Outdoor venue or indoor venue? Outdoor. Breakdown or solo? Solo. Okay, cool. Done. That's it. <laughs> it was fun. But yeah, <laughs> I, I knew the answer for Les Paul or Strat because I know you love Les Paul uh, a lot. And I did not include Slash yeah. in the question anywhere because I know you would choose Slash over anyone. <laughs> anyone, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, like, you know, your influences matter a lot. Yeah. You pick up their style, you pick up their equipment they use, you pick up their, uh, you know, playing techniques, you pick up everything what they do, like, because they've, like, you know, they've inspired you so much mm-hmm. to do, like, it's like, you know, a part of your life you owe it to them because, like, they inspired you to do something which you never thought you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, I get it. I mean, if someone I, was, uh... like, yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, if someone who's a like who's like a David Gilmore fan since day one and hardcore David Gilmore fan, that person might not be that interested in you know shredding through the guitar like at two hundred fifty BPM or something True. like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, person, and if someone else is Buckethead yes. fan, that's a different thing. So uh, has it been slash yeah, for you always? Always, I didn't have any change in like how I wanted to sound over the over the times when I you know mm-hmm. learned anything I mean definitely I wanted to learn other songs which were obviously not played by him because mm-hmm. it's not like you know the, he plays the coolest songs like there are a lot of amazing songs out there mm-hmm. I really love uh, Eddie Van Halen like, oh, you know, okay. awesome. his time with uh, you know that's what he played the Michael Jackson beat it so yeah yeah, uh, exactly. so I really love that part. Then, then I love uh, Jimmy Page also. Like, 
I like I love the song Kashmir by Led Zeppelin. It's a really Oh man, I love song. that song. I love that song. Like it's 9 minute long but I don't know. It's 9 just... minutes but then there's so much happening and it's so yeah. musically, you know, pleasing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the chords, the chord work, everything is yeah. something about the song is like too too good for me. Yeah, like really yeah. good. I think they uh, I mean I heard it somewhere. I don't know if it's true or false like uh they recorded us near with pipeline over it or some shit with microphones at every floor yeah even i've seen that yeah even i've seen yeah even i've seen that i've heard that yes but I, even i don't know whether that's true or not probably uh, yeah maybe way it sounded for that time they could have yeah the yeah, the overall arrangement is really really fascinating to me like mm-hmm, transition mm-hmm. the breakdowns amazing man like uh, i don't know like bonam is like and, god uh, level player you 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 have performed a lot right like live can you tell about like one of your best performances and one of the one of your not so good performances okay uh i'll start with the best yep so the best show i played till now was in 2018 mm-hmm. and it was with my band mysore express okay uh so it was it was uh, so we played uh, we played with venchime at toast okay it was for a college fest mm-hmm. and uh, you know that was the time when like you know i i had joined the band like probably 6 months before that period mm-hmm. around 2017 end is when mm-hmm. i joined the band around that. so that show like uh, so i love playing regional stuff like i love playing all these uh, in the kannada songs like in a very you know different way like you know probably mm-hmm. putting some electric guitars or like the mm-hmm. fusion kind of stuff yeah yeah uh, i really love it, playing like that kind of music so mm-hmm. very very easy for people to get relate to that kind of music yeah uh, so they we, we played a 15 song set that day wow and okay. uh, i was wearing a so i i had borrowed my friend's uh, gibson les paul for that show because okay. it was such a big show and i got like a prop i got like a proper marshall uh, jcm amp okay and that was like a proper like rock and roll setup for me like that only inspired me a lot that night to mm. you know put on that show so i had it, mine was a fairly simple setup i had a marshall amp behind mm. me and it was like a 100 watt amp like a big mm. ass amp mm. i had my gibson les paul i had a wireless uh, mod even also Okay. So I could like fuck around the stage however I want to. Yeah, Then I had the one small pedal for the clean tones and everything. That's all. So wow. the tone as soon as I doing sound check I just plugged in my guitar to the amp and I hit that bar and it sounded so rich the tone. I'm like fuck I'm going to nail it today. Okay. It's awesome yeah. man. Every yeah that that was the one show which everything went according to plan for me. Like that was the first show which went everything according to plan. Mm-hmm. So, they we played around 15 songs, and the crowd lost their minds when we played like their Canada favorites and everything, and everybody was jumping, and like it was it was insane. Like I I jumped so hard that day, like mm-hmm. like during during my art set on stage. Mm-hmm. I have photos of me when I was jumping in the air, and it looks like I'm like you know you've seen this Harry Potter, no? Like he takes a broomstick and goes, yeah, he plays on the broomstick. it looks like that like couple of pictures <laughs> that you are riding the les paul like it's like it's like yeah yeah it's like i'm sitting on the guitar and i'm like flying and shit wow man okay so i i had the time of my life like we had a, we had an amazing set that day mm-hmm. like you know i enjoyed every minute of that and i you know if i close my eyes and you know try to relook that like every thing is like in front of my eyes every moment is in front of my eyes like the most important thing was the music what we played everybody knew the music what we played ah that's important the crowd yeah. interaction was there like mm-hmm. we had like insane stage presence the chemistry on stage was insane for us okay so, so like that's why yeah i mean uh, there is also pro and con to like playing uh, uh, different genres right because for ja- with with some genres like crowd can actually relate especially when we are doing covers but we are doing if we are doing our own metal songs or something like nobody can relate to that but yeah yeah dude i mean you need to know your audience hmm. you need to know what is the crowd you are playing to if you are playing to people like you know 
probably like you know 25 to 30s or something like that mm-hmm. at least in our scene right now most of them would relate to at least the majority would relate to all these kannada like regional stuff mm-hmm. hindi or something like that or mm-hmm. uh, english also for that fact but metal and all, see all these genres come under a niche category okay mm-hmm. so these are the genres only musicians would appreciate and probably just uh, like a like a tiny like you know a very small percentage of people like mm-hmm. who listen to this kind of music on a regular basis who aren't musicians would appreciate you know what you're doing on stage mm-hmm. see if you uh, it it is very subjective for example if you're playing a battle of the bands mm-hmm. okay you don't need to worry about who your audience is you need to worry about who is judging you yeah right yeah exactly you're playing that battle of the bands because you want to win that band win that battle so that you can get uh, money or something whatever that whatever comes out of that yeah so you have that 10 15 minutes on stage to impress that jury okay. that judge or whatever hmm. okay and you can do the most creative shit like you can do you can do the most technical stuff and uh, you can you can back the win okay but if you do that same thing on a live setting where people pay to come and watch you that's a different ball game mm-hmm. because you have to see whether people would understand like you 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 need to see all the, all the all the small bands right now even mango for that fact okay mm-hmm. most of our friends turn up to our shows because they are our friends not because they know our music yeah mm-hmm. nobody knows what music we play because we don't have any music out or whatever it's just we're good friends of everybody like who come to watch our shows mm-hmm. they know that we're good musicians and mm-hmm. that's the only that's the only trust they put in us and they pay that money mm-hmm. and travel all the way to our venues or whatever it is and come and watch Mm-hmm. so knowing your audience is very important okay you might yeah. you might be like you know shredding like fucking like you know ingwe mom's thing or whatever like dude you mm-hmm. can be like fucking whatever you want on the guitar steve why also you can play shit okay mm-hmm. but if your if your audience doesn't know like okay the audience going to be like okay cool i think he's doing something but i don't know what it is like all the effort you put to learning that part doesn't make sense Yeah. Okay, instead play something simple short and sweet that's mm-hmm. what you know this is just one way to relate to your crowd mm-hmm. yeah like do what the song needs you to do don't do more than that yeah i mean i completely agree with you man like knowing our audience is the first part like it's the first step we should take if we are, if we like want to play live somewhere because uh, i mean that's the reason why like people who just play chords and sing get more gigs than people who die True. who do like a lot of technical shit yeah i mean it it's just easy to relate to them and they are also very they're not that high maintenance like a band dude like you know band needs a lot of uh, i know right you know, stuff to deal with oh uh, you you if you're a singer songwriter you just come with your guitar you just plug in one mic and you're done That's yeah for ukulele for that matter it, even that is good whatever yeah <laughs> i mean yeah it's cool i mean uh, what do you think about uh, the role of instrumentalists in the modern mainstream music man like do you think uh, people who play instrument are losing their value or something oh uh, okay i don't get a question like in modern john I mean, like modern rock or something like that or not rock and roll in modern mainstream music okay yeah i mean okay so what i've understood is like you know you can be easily replaced by a computer like anyone for that matter yeah yeah okay yeah you can literally be replaced by a computer and uh, your job can be done by a computer which which you know which can do it anytime and anywhere hmm. and making it much more convenient just by playing the back and forth Mm-hmm. but what people don't understand is a laptop or a computer cannot be creative yeah exactly. okay the mm-hmm. creativity comes from the person the artist not like a robot or a machine mm-hmm. in terms of uh, losing their values see the be- the best of the best still remain the best mm-hmm. it's because they continue to do what they do good mm-hmm. at their own pace like you know every time they deliver mm-hmm. you take uh, you take john mayer for example like you know every song what he puts out is like like what yeah. what is that yeah mind blowing you take uh, i mean again these these are all personal uh, you know observations personal preferences i see if i if i look at slash no 
Hmm. If you put, uh, I still listen to the song songs which came out like in like you know ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Because there are these small small things which really like you know in, like find like gets me interested. Hmm. And over then, so if I listen to every everything like his complete discography, like okay, fifteen years ago, ten years ago, five years ago, like the most recent one, mm-hmm. I can see how even if I close my eyes and just listen to a solo, I'd be like, okay, that's Slash. because hmm. that style is so infused in their play what hmm. he is playing is different but hmm. the way he is playing it that that you know it's so easy to understand like you know even if you if, if you close your eyes and if i play like a david gilmore improv you would know hmm. it's david gilmore right from the tone the way yeah. the choice of notes everything mm-hmm. so yeah in that way i don't see the best of the best still remain on top they are still valued for what they do hmm. but it's these it's the musicians which are coming up right now like you hmm. know you know like if you're a new guitarist on the block who re- who's really good mm-hmm. okay you're you're most likely to get lowballed for so if you, let's say you you get called to do a session or something like that or mm-hmm. let's say they ask you to play uh, you know write some music for their cover or something like that write a guitar solo for one of your songs or something mm-hmm. you might put in your 100% 200% also okay but what they care is okay it's just a it's just these notes okay cool it sounds good they don't they really don't know how much effort you put into it okay. yeah, yeah so i mean if you're really that good as you think you are you should have been already on the top mm-hmm. right yeah so and that th- that also is like you know that's just how the as far as i can see that's how the industry is also like you know the the best it remains still there like you know to to like to, to pave a way for these new guitarists or to new musicians is a very hard uh, mm. thing like you know you need to get into that circuit so it's always like this circuit of musicians out there in mm. in every city or mm. in every region or whatever mm-hmm. so they do they make the best of the best music so if there's any gig or whatsoever like it goes to them first yeah exactly mm-hmm. so to get getting in that circuit should be our task mm-hmm. and that requires a lot of lot of lot of work to yeah exactly yes. i think you guys manga is doing that in bangalore music scene right now uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to a band of students or something like that i think you guys are at the top level right now i mean yeah dude like you know i would agree to this partially because uh, if we if we are still considered as a college band or something like that mm-hmm. cool i'll take what we just told like we could be the best or whatever but okay mm-hmm. but we don't remain to stay as a college band nobody does yeah yeah exactly okay mm-hmm. you need to grow out of that bubble because you cannot spend your entire life just playing battles battle yeah. bands and all that you know stupid shit mm-hmm. but we are trying to get out of that college band name mm-hmm. and we are we are, do, we are we are able to do it with every show what we do mm-hmm. Yeah. every show we try to do something different from our lo- like we we actually sit and figure out like what can be done differently this time mm-hmm. instead of playing the same covers like see a band is coming to watch you i mean like i'm sorry the people come paying and coming to watch your band mm-hmm. is expecting to have a good time at you not just stare at one place and play like you know thousand notes per second like you know just bang off on the guitar or something mm-hmm. okay yeah if if they're paying to watch you they need to enjoy how oh, they can enjoy if they can see you enjoying on stage if you like even if you fuck, if you like you know if you fuck up on stage and you just laugh and like you know do do some shit about it hmm. they know that you fucked up on stage but then you still like you know they're going to laugh that, that that's still a good time like that might be embarrassing for you but that, that that's still like equivalent to having a good time hmm. you need yeah. to the, the, every band everybody like you know who does this um, i i've been watching a lot of uh, you know pineapple expresses live those documentaries what they do yeah. mm-hmm. so if you see them also no they they literally have fun on stage like you know if you just give them a ball it's almost like they're playing catch on stage like mm-hmm. that's how much fun they have while doing what they do mm-hmm. like for them it's just a regular day of work just going and playing you know, okay but as far as i can see nobody takes it as work hmm. yeah. nobody sees it as like work it's yeah. it's like you know it's like two hours of fun time for us mm-hmm. that's how and that's the that's the mindset everyone has to go on stage while playing mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure like you know that backstage anxiety everything will be there or oh, shit like what oh, we're going to that nervousness will be there but mm. 
I feel more than that. You just need to have fun on stage too. Okay. You might be playing the simplest shit. You might be playing the simplest song, simplest whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Just have fun. Just like you know, have some stage presence. Like you know, just go fuck around with the vocalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like interact with the crowd. Like go close to them. Do something. Like that's what those are all the keys to putting out a good show. My opinion, at least. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, man. Like, uh, it doesn't matter like how simple or how complicated the song is. If we can give a good time to crowd, like. that's it exactly. that's the that's the entire point of a live show not like right. uh, as you said like playing 1000 notes per second See, nobody's going to you know nobody's going to remember what amp you played in what pedal you used unless yeah. you are like an actual geek for a gear or something like that okay they're going to see okay for us here okay i don't care i might have the costliest les paul on me also i might have the like latest pedal board also mm-hmm. nobody gives a fuck about that yeah exactly <laughs> exactly they, they all they care about is like you know what i am doing on stage like i'm not if i'm just standing and playing like this hmm. like they like what the fuck why do you look <laughs> so dead yeah exactly that's true man so uh how important is the social media presence to a band or to a musician i think that is what makes or breaks a band bro in this current in this current uh, environment or whatever it is Mm-hmm. your online presence can literally make or break you yeah exactly okay. think about all the bands which made it online tesseract you know mm-hmm. then clinny uh, mm-hmm. uh you know even periphery mm-hmm. so all these uh, you know all these bands and all they they made it online like you know they posted a bunch of shit online like you know they posted they posted like a bunch of covers or B- bts of them working in the studios if you mm-hmm. if you if you take lenny for example mm-hmm. he's still independent he is not under any label he's not under any agency nothing mm-hmm. he goes out and gets the shows for himself like if mm-hmm. he's touring india or something like that uh he go he he reaches out to someone in india or like you know someone from india reaches out to him mm-hmm. like he they all of all have their artist booking or something like that Hmm. so entirely independent and he's put up somewhere in australia or something hmm. yeah but everything is happening online for him like everything hmm. he has his own uh, discussion form like his own discord hmm. he has his own uh, facebook uh, uh, this thing group where like you know people come together and discuss he he also interacts with them like hmm. it doesn't matter how you get your numbers from so you might have like thousands of followers on instagram Uh, no i'm sorry you might have thousands of friends offline but if they don't translate to your online numbers mm-hmm. okay imagine like i am a promoter okay i am an event promoter and you are a band you want to play mm-hmm. okay i'm not going to look at the number of people okay you tell me i have thousand friends you know and i can bring them to the show mm-hmm. to one of your shows okay but for me i care about how your online presence is whether whatever you're saying is true can be only verified by looking at your numbers on your socials yeah exactly okay okay you say 1000 friends okay at least if there are like 600 followers on your band page okay cool that's decent even mm-hmm. if i can get like 200 of those people to come to the show cool done yeah. i i easily walk away with 1 lakh yeah by yeah. selling tickets so that's how a promoter or anybody would think for that matter right mm-hmm. and as as uh, as controversial as this may sound i feel like considering how things are Mm-hmm. nobody cares about the music you play it's just about how much tickets how many how many people you can bring in what a good business you can drive in i think yeah. that is, that is what is you know uh, prioritized over the, the good music what could be done yes man like is, <laughs> yeah it's the it's a it's that harsh truth uh, about music industry I mean, right like, now i don't want to point i don't want to point out any names or something like that but personally this has happened for my band a lot Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They really don't care about you know people don't care about the the effort you put into like playing your music or something. Like sure, you need to be good to set yourself apart. Like you cannot be a college band forever. Like you know you need to have that professionalism in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you, you try to set apart, and then they still treat you like okay, cool. You play good, fine. You playing good is still secondary if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You playing yeah. good, you putting a good show is secondary. The first important thing is. how many people will come to watch you yeah 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 exactly that's why <laughs> see 
Green Day has very simple songs and Dream Theater or uh, Tool have very complicated songs. But if we have a tribute show for Green Day and Tool, Green Day will attract more audience because a lot of people can relate to it. So it's not about the complexity of the music. It's about how much tickets you can sell. That's what uh, exactly like, you know, your, uh, your type of music also has that. See, the reason why commercial music is called commercial hmm. is because it is the majority of music what people listen to. Hmm. Like, see, we can't go out and tell like we do commercial music. We are like a rock band. We don't do commercial music. Yeah. Like Mysore Express can go and tell we make commercial music because true, kind of. Like, yeah. Even they are an indie band, indie uh, rock band itself. But then the music, what they make is very commercial compared to what manga does. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But, but just by making commercial music, uh, don't get me wrong, you won't make it out there. Yeah. There are, there are so many so many things like you know it's too complicated to you know, <laughs> i feel like the music scene is like one of the hardest scenes to even make it get recognized in. yeah yeah exactly like uh it's 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 quite hard to make uh, a living out of uh being a full-time musician Playing, yes yeah exactly like we need to have an alternate source of income until and unless we reach that point where we can like sustain based on the earnings that we do from music. That's exactly. true, man. It's, it's a harsh truth, but yeah, uh, we have to accept it and live according to it. There's nothing. And yeah. How do you like uh, make connections as an artist and build your network? As you said, social media presence is very important. Like how do you do that? Dude, uh, just follow people, man. Just like, you know, just go follow people, uh, you know, just follow them. Like if they post something, okay. Like, you know, I, this, this is not like, you know, don't suck up to them. Don't kiss their ass. Like, you know, don't be like, yeah. oh shit, the dude is popular. I have to get closer. Do it because if you like their, like the content, what they do, like if you genuinely like what they're posting and stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know, just go follow them. Like, you know, go leave a message, like DM, open, mm-hmm. like just send a DM to the thing. Like, hey dude, I just like listen to your uh, latest post and like it's, really really interesting like you know i really loved it just leave like good words because those are the things which will stick with them stick with them at least for like small artists like us mm-hmm. yeah okay. so do that like you know follow people to just comment on their posts like just have that interaction mm-hmm. like even though they might not reply to you or something the more notif- the more they see your name on their notifications or whatsoever you mm-hmm. know it's gonna be like oh cool this dude is always like you know Subconsciously, they'll be like, okay, cool. This, this dude loves our, loves my shit. He's always quoting. Yeah. Eventually, hopefully you get to talk to that person or like, you know, however that person might be in reciprocating. Mm-hmm. This does not happen with all these big, big musicians and all. They yeah. are too, they're in their <laughs> own league. They'll get this, <laughs> they'll get this often. So they won't yeah. even pay much attention to it. Yeah. But these small, small musicians know. Mm. They, it really means a lot to them. Like, you know, yeah. it, it feels like someone has validated their effort. Yeah, exactly. Like the main, the main thing is just go follow them, dude. Just follow them, go to a bunch of shows, just go talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. the only way where you can meet these people apart from, you know, talking to them online. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, interact. We should like interact with their content. Uh, because yes. we know how much that one comment or one share means to us because exactly. it's a, yeah it's a whole new feeling man like when somebody appreciates your work that's exactly yeah uh so you've been playing music for a long time now like how, how many years it has been like 10 years 2009 to 19 yeah yeah almost 13 years 13 years of guitar playing. 13, 14 years, yes. Uh, guitar nice. playing probably to 11, I guess, because I got the keyboard like two years, then only I got the guitar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, probably 10, 11 years of guitar playing. How are the initial days, beginner phase and early intermediate phase? Um, it just depends on how you look at things too. Like, you know, if your mo- if your motive is to just learn that song, mm. you will you'll be hell bent on practicing day and night 
to learn that one sound but if your intention is to get better at the instrument mm. you do it you know part by part part by part part by part mm. uh initially it is definitely like you know difficult everything is difficult in the beginning okay unless you put that yeah. effort to try it is always difficult okay but if you can get through that difficult part now so let's say if you want to learn anesthesia or something like that okay the mm. guitar intro intro when i try to learn that i couldn't play the notes because for me physically my hands are so small and i couldn't mm. pick those notes mm. like if 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 i show you now now you see how much how much my pinky stretches yeah yeah, yeah. This. it happens so, yeah that's yeah. because like you know i practiced it so much my pinky mm. is like it, it's almost like this thing that doesn't belong to this hand yeah exactly i used to practice that sound so much but i never used to get it and it was damn like you know frustrating like fuck i'm like i'm putting so much effort why am i not getting it hmm. but the one the one time when i played it and i actually got it that made up for all the times which i was feeling sad about or frustrated about yeah that one time made it like that one time like you know it uh, compensated for all the times when i feel I, when i felt frustrated mm-hmm. so it's however you look at things too that's all yeah i i agree with you man like yeah same thing happened to me uh, even when i was starting out uh, i actually had a guitar teacher like he he's like a big inspiration for me his name is ahmed like he's a killer guitar player so yeah he uh, yeah he used to like motivate us like every time so what was your motivation to just keep going and staying consistent because i know how frustrating it can be to learn music so what was your motivation for that my motivation bro uh, like i didn't have anything to do that's the whole thing <laughs> i didn't have anything else to do like okay. literally like you know like i didn't uh, like i couldn't go play with friends or like you know i didn't have literally i didn't have any shit anything to do i come wow. home from school i do my homework done i don't have i don't have jack shit to do okay so like okay fine this is there like cool i'll do it and that's how i looked at it okay cool i don't have anything i'll do this i'll do this but then that eventually grew upon me and i you know i was like i actually started like you know okay cool i'll do this i'll do this i'll do this once mm-hmm. i realized i was getting better at it mm-hmm. so that was my motivation like you know if i could play one song by ear mm-hmm. oh shit i did that now i'll i'll try to do another song yeah you are like uh, the, the story is very similar to stevie t bro even he had nothing to do and he picked up guitar <laughs> that guy is amazing man that guy is killer yeah damn funny yeah very funny um yeah i mean uh, why why you guys haven't released a song yet uh, as manga because you have some amazing songs See, uh, I, li- i have listened to them right so i know so the thing is every band uh, you know does this mistake or whatever hmm. okay. they just come together they you know they make a good name for themselves and all the shows and everything and then now uh, excuse me the next important next thing they do is put out their music hmm. okay for me at least like you know your band has to have a sound like hmm. if you think about metallica you know, all their songs will sound the same but hmm. it is so different from each other yeah yeah if you like sound the same as in you you take their guitar patches you take their vocals you take their drumming style everything like mm. it is so similar from each song but then at the same time it's so different mm-hmm. yeah so if you take pineapple express only for that track you know each song is so different but then as soon as you hear it like oh shit that's pineapple express even yeah. if you don't know what song it is mm-hmm. yeah finding that sound is very important and i take that very seriously mm-hmm. so that's the so, reason why you are like we are still, you still are we yeah yeah so we uh, i i i i still think like you know everybody is still in the process of finding their sound mm. like not only manga for the track anybody for the track is still is constantly evolving there's like so much music music coming out every day mm. and uh, like every all that like you know if you listen to that somewhere you know subconsciously you would be like okay cool that's a cool thing like we may try to incorporate that so you're constantly evolving as a musician mm-hmm. so okay. finding that sound is like you know it's just a journey i would say it's not a destination probably it's just a journey like 
you keep changing, you keep traveling, you keep going on, going on, going on. There's so much things happening in that journey. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, if you go back to the start and re- relate to what you did, like it mm-hmm. might be completely same or completely different. Yeah. So exactly. Uh, like, but yeah, like the main no- reason why we didn't uh, yeah, put out any music is because we still wanted to get that sound. We want to find that sound. We've mm-hmm. kept, like, as I told you earlier, like, you know, there were so many replacements in the band, like, you know, we can't just get a new person on board and just put out like a full-blown EP or something like that. And then if that doesn't work out, we change another guy, then the sound changes completely. That's, yeah. That, that, that's no point then. Hmm. So yeah, we, I mean, as much as like, you know, I want to, I want people to listen to our music. Hmm. We're not in a hurry. Like, you know, we'll take our time. That's the most important thing. But I'll assure you when the music comes out, you lose your mind. <laughs> I'm waiting for it, man. I know as it will musicians, be great. As, no, yeah. As musicians, if people listen to us, if you know, hope like you know, in the in the coming few months, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if people when people get to listen to our music, mm-hmm. it's gonna blow their minds. I'm, I'm damn <laughs> positive that that's gonna happen. It's awesome, man. I'm 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 because actually waiting uh, for it. We've been, t- yeah, that's what, like, we play what we love to, so I play whatever I'd want to hear in a guitar playing. Akash mm-hmm. uh, does his vocals in what he feels like, you know, it, that's something he'd go and listen to. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like how you go back and listen to Tool or something, like, you know, because you love that part. Mm-hmm. So we play like we love the music, like, you know, we, I love whatever I've done, so I'm going to go and listen to it again. So that's the... You know, relationship we have with our music so that's cool man like <clears throat> that that's when you know your music music is music is uh music is going to be something when you love it so much and when you go back and listen and feel like you you've done a good job exactly yeah, yeah. so we so, we don't want any regrets like so we put out the ep or a song right now two years two years later we come back and listen to it we should not have the thoughts and we could have done this better than done that better. I don't want that. I don't mm. want to have regrets. Yeah. I want to do my best. And even 10 years from now, if I go and listen to the song, I'm like, shit, I did that. Like, and that time only that's fucking amazing. That's the, you know, idea wow. I want in my head. Awesome, man. Like, uh, what is one thing, one most important thing for a musician, according to you? If you have to give only one thing. Discipline, dude. Yeah. Discipline. Your uh, discipline. How much uh, you know respect you have towards the craft. Mm-hmm. How much discipline with which you're learning that craft, with your performing that craft. Mm-hmm. Like your discipline to take care of your very. These are all very, uh, you know, like this is like one oh one, like you know, very basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if you're a vocalist, your priority is your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you literally make a living with your voice, vocal cord. Imagine you just go fuck around, smoke, drink, you know, and all that shit. Like, what's gonna happen to your voice? Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm a guitarist. My my hands are my, you know, I take care of my hands so much. Like, <laughs> I don't like you know just lift heavy things or do shit like that. I don't even fuck. I don't even go to the gym as like stupid as that may sound. I don't go to the gym and all you know. Okay. <laughs> like, what, what, like, you know, it's, uh, I mean, kind of an excuse, but it, it's just that, like, you know, I'm very, like, you know, this, my, this matters a lot to me. Like, you know, if something happens to it, like, I'm going to lose, like, whatever I've been working for the past 10, 11 years. Your discipline towards things, like, how you look at things, like, from a musician point of view, is very important so much. You might be the best guitar player in the world, but if you don't have the discipline, like, you know, like at least the basic, uh, you know, knowledge to take care of things which you have to mm-hmm. and uh, like, you know, behave in a way you have to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, and if you're like full of, uh, full of arrogance, cock and everything, it's mm-hmm. no point. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree, man. Like we have to take care of 
the most important things and also we have to be very humble uh, towards others just because you are good you can't be cocky because you don't know Correct. you don't know how life's going to turn out in the exactly. future that's cool man so yeah i have one last question man like this is like this is what this podcast is all about right so the podcast name is making it so what is making it according to you what what does success mean to you personally if okay so for me it is two things mm-hmm. so i i would have made it okay i would have like made it if my band makes it out there or even if i make it out there so both of the things mean one and the same to me mm-hmm. if my band makes it out there it is equivalent to me making it out there okay or if i make it out there as an individual musician mm-hmm. i'm happy but as far as asking like you know what is making out for you so mm-hmm. at least like see i don't want to like you know i don't want to be like sound too far fetched or something like that if my my current priority like my priority is my band like mm-hmm. manga is my priority mm-hmm. if that becomes a household name you know like okay cool like let's just like how gnr guns roses metallica all these big big names mm-hmm. if my band could be one among those names i have made it i do, i really don't need to play those big shows or in front of so many people or whatever mm-hmm. if, if even if like some random dude comes up to me and say dude i heard your music i made it. wow i mean that's a that's it's very simple for me to like for me at least it's not about the money or the, the lavish lifestyle for you whatsoever i really don't fancy all those things yeah uh, you know i tell you till till date it 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 uh, you know it it surprises me to know the number of people who know my band mm-hmm. like, okay like people like if, if someone says manga like, oh yeah i've heard about the guys are damn good and like, how how do you know yeah. i i don't i i haven't even met you in my lifetime but you know about my band how is that possible mm-hmm. yeah like, exactly uh, the amount of like you know the amount of people who came and told that to me is like you know it's really fascinating for me mm-hmm. okay because like what started for me like this is something what this is like my baby all right yeah i have not like you know we've not done anything with it i've not even named like you know i've not even did anything with it like we just working mm-hmm. on it working on it working on it working on it but mm-hmm. people are people know about us already like, yeah i am not saying like that is a really good thing for us but mm-hmm. it, it's it's just that you know if people come and tell you okay dude i i saw your cover dude that damn that that's damn cool that's that's like okay cool like it's it probably because you follow me like i know you personally now mm. okay imagine you don't even know who this person is and comes up to you and says dude you you are the guitar for manga right mm. like damn insane stuff dude i was at your show and like that's that's wow. like making it at that point of time for me yeah yeah man like, so, like I, i'll tell you and, this i got to know about you guys like we met uh, at arvi college for the first time i was in fourth year right but i knew you guys when i was in third year only like i uh, i mean i did not know you and afu and all like who were you guys but i knew manga as a band like you guys play battle of bands and you guys like uh, you guys have um, some pretty sick shit so i knew that because i used to go to guitar classes right there people uh, used to tell me about your band uh and stuff and yeah i i knew your names and stuff but i didn't know see exactly you. this is what i'm talking about yeah which is pretty sick man like this once i got to like, yeah one yeah. yeah uh once i got to know you guys then uh, you guys all of you are like really nice guys and yeah we became friends eventually so that's pretty good but i'm chill dude like you know like there is nothing for us to be uh you know we have not done anything in life that we can be egoistic about or there's nothing that defines us yet yeah like we're also like normal people we just you know hmm. just doing it out there like we're just doing it yeah man so that's there is so literally cool. no reason for us to like we shouldn't be like that's the sole thing no matter how good you are like keep it in your pants don't you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly man so uh where can people find your work where can they get in touch with you if they want to my instagram dot my instagram i instagram. use my instagram like i'm always on instagram like you know i respond i know <laughs> i respond to all my dms i do everything like you know 
yeah. most of most of my connections everything comes from instagram contact shows whatever it is comes from instagram so i'm always active on instagram mm-hmm. so no matter what i'm doing i always have my phone on and that's that's where you can find me my stuff my content everything that's so cool like guys the link is in the description thanks a lot man for doing this this was actually really fun thank you so much yeah we got to talk about yeah, some intense and some casual shit so it was fun overall hey guys thanks a lot for listening to this episode i hope you found some value in it and also you enjoyed it make sure you check out swaraj and his band manga on social media the link is in the podcast description uh i want to thank you again please share it and also follow this podcast on this platform and also go listen to other episodes too they are pretty fun so thanks a lot again see ya